Let's go, Brandon. This is a VRPC podcast. How are you doing? It's Halloween, Sharpie. Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, welcome to the VRPC Halloween show special. Yeah. We're going to do something a bit different this week, aren't we? We are. What are we going to do, Sharpie? We are. We have picked five tracks each mm-hmm. that um, have a strong Halloween vibe to them. A spooky, a macabre Halloween, a horror, uh, something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Pumpkins and black cats and all that sort of exactly. stuff. Exactly. So yes. Yeah. Because yeah. Halloween, let's face it, it's like Christmas for metalheads, isn't it? You know. Yeah. But of course, Halloween's quite a, you know, it's an interesting, it's actually a kind of a traditional sort of Scottish um, thing. We call it, um, you, you folks in America call it uh, trick-or-treating, we call it guising. Guising, yep. And that's a derivation of disguise, where you would dress up as something else. And then terrorise your neighbours. Which in Scotland tends to be just like a blanket over your <laughs> sheet <laughs> over your head, yeah. two eyes cut out. And yes. You and your neat lantern. Neat lantern, yes. In fact, I made one of those the other week. It's certainly lovely. I'll show you. I'll show you later. Yeah. I couldn't quite work out how to do the kind of like serrated like skull cap. Oh, God. Yeah, that was a bit tricky. Um, and the problem is, once you like put the, the, the you know, the fairy light inside it, everything shrinks. Yeah. So the actual thing just fell through. The and door. your whole house yeah. smells of burning neat as well. It did a little bit. <laughs> yes. Such as the, um, the toll of uh, Halloween. So, we um, all have our crosses to bear indeed, for, for our... Indeed, indeed, yeah. In so, so yeah, interesting. Um, this is the one time of the year where masks are not uh, controversial. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> um, uh, so, we thought we'd talk about um, some tracks. Sharpie, it was your idea to do this. Uh, what were your first thoughts when you thought to yourself, let's do a Halloween thing? What were the first tracks that came to your mind? Well, it's difficult not to do something silly like stick... Slayer's entire back catalogue into it, isn't it? So yeah. try not to do things like that. Mm-hmm. Make it a bit more interesting than, you know, speak about tribulation or, or whatever all night. So try and be as diverse as, as we can with, with our picks. Maybe a few... Um, left field. Left field yeah. choices, perhaps. Curveballs. Yeah, a few curveballs. Yeah. Um, and explain and justify yeah. why we think they're spooky. Yeah, I mean, like when you su- suggested this, I thought, oh yeah, perfect, right? So we'll have a bit of Rob Zombie, yeah, we'll a bit of Ozzy Osbourne, a bit of Marlon Manson. And I thought, no, because everybody else who's doing pretty much the same yes. thing as we are will probably have those tracks on. Uh, so despite me saying that, I went and listened to all those, all my favourite <laughs> albums, but gone a little bit different direction. Um, so I think we'll just, uh, we've, got, we've got the tracks playing on the background and we'll just uh, talk about them as they come up. So yeah. track number one, Sharpie, is... Iron Maiden and Dance of Death. Um, so that was the album that came out in 2002. Yes. That's the first time we saw Iron Maiden in Glasgow in about 2002. Yeah, yeah so off Iron Maiden's 13th uh, studio album, uh, from the album uh, Dance of Death, released in 2003. Um, oh, Bruce Dickinson's second album, uh, Sans Return to the Band, and... Um, Nico McBrain co-writing credits. Oh, right, okay, yeah. So doesn't have many um, no. writing credits, but this particular this one song is um, heavily yeah. Nico McBrain inspired. Yeah. So this is this is the title track for the album, yeah. Yeah. So the first time I heard this song, um, this is Iron Maiden at its most bombastic storytelling grandiosity, and it's a story about. A guy 
wandering through a forest, comes across um, a wee huddle of, of spooky people. Um, they bring him into the firelight. Do, do you know what, what it reminded me of actually was Tam O'Shanter originally? I don't know that story. So, the story of Tam O'Shanter is um, Tam's in the pub on Halloween. This night. Is Burns, yeah. Yes, it's Robert, Robert Burns, Burns yeah. Um, and um, is a bit late ho- home, jumps on his horse, Meg, and on the way home, um, sees a wee gathering in the graveyard. Yeah. Um, to dance macabre, and uh, the Cutty Sarks dance in a reel, and fancies Cutty Sarks ship, isn't it? Cutty the so okay. um, fancies a bit. Of, uh, she's quite a pretty figure. Oh right. So okay. shouts out in his, his uh, drunken state, you know. Um, so the, all the figures turn around and start chasing him um, down 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 the street. Um, ghosties yeah. and ghouls and sprites and things can't cross water mm. so just oh. as they um, cross the bridge the um, the I think it's got pulls the horse Meg's tail horse turns white yeah. manages to get home lives another day so this story is about a guy wandering in uh, the forest comes across um, Dance Macabre again Um Gets kind of inveigled with these spirits and the second time you use that word tonight, Sherry. Yeah, and um, look at the dictionary, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so as this outer body experience mm. dancing on coals, um, and it's it's quite an interesting, interesting story. So, Nick McBrain, uh, in inspiration from this was actually from the film Seventh Seal. Yes, I think yes, yes, yes. that's the Swedish uh, Ingrid Bergman. Yes. Um, where a death plays chess with somebody. Exactly. Famously, so, famously reimagined in Bill and Ted's. Yes, journey. so it was. So I feel it's got two levels of spookiness here. Yes. It's the story and then the inspiration as well, which the film is kind of almost like classic horror. I mean, the sound of the song is very folksy. That's what. Yeah. It's got a jig. It's got a reel. Exactly. That's and that's what, what yeah. reminded me of yeah. Tamashanta. Yeah, yeah, you see. Yeah. So all all of these things um, combined made me think of it. Of, of it's a, definitely a cla- it's definitely a classic Iron Maiden song. Um, yeah. Um, the Dance of the Death album um, was quite an important album for them. I suppose mm. it was it was it was them coming back. But anyway, we're moving on to the track. Uh, Two of our playlist, which is available on Spotify. So we're going to be listening to um, Ghosts. Um, we're also going to be talking about AFI, The 69 Eyes, Perturbator, uh, Typo Negative, with a few more. But um, our track two is Year Zero from the band Ghost. I think it's from their second album. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, God, the name has just come right in my head. It's got the Latin set. Yeah, the Latin set, yeah. Um, yeah. Brilliant song, brilliant video. You're not really a fan of Ghost that much, are you? I've never really bothered yeah. with them. I do know their, yeah. I do know this song. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't know this yeah. song? It's a great song, yeah. isn't it? And it's got a choir, yeah. and it's got bells, yeah. and it's got all the names for Satan, isn't it? I think so, yeah, yeah. I just thought, I, I, I was quite late to them at first. I, I must admit, I saw the pictures of them in, in, um, in the music mags. I thought, oh, this is just your puppets and what have you. Yeah. Um, when I actually started listening to them, I thought, yeah, it was a square hammer, I think. Oh, it's a great song. 
and I got into the, I got into them, um, and yeah, this track I thought was just was just brilliant. And I just thought for, it has that kind of like, you know, spooky big sound kind of chorus. You know, it kind of it gets big and sort of uh, operatic almost. Do you know what I find the spookiest yeah. part of the yeah. song is that almost the quiet way he clearly pronounces yeah. the lyrics. It's it's almost like quietly threatening. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, no, I just, I just think uh, ghosts are like a really, and of course the band Nameless Ghouls and yeah, I mean, when they first the first couple of years when they were anonymous, it just, uh, you know, it, it it was a little bit like Slipknot in a, in a more uh, sort of like fun cootie way. Yeah, um, yeah, I. Um, it's big pop vibes to do the a lot of their stuff. Totally, it? I mean, yeah, it's very catchy. It's got that um, sort of. Well, we were talking about Marshall Fate earlier, or and we will be talking about them later. Um, that kind of um, proto metal. Mm. Uh, I don't even know what that means, but I've just heard that sort of phrase. Proto metal <laughs> phrase uh, used. Yeah. I. Um, why is this Halloween? Well, you've got a guy dressed as a kind of like skeleton pope. You've got the rest of the band in their kind of you know um, you know um, Vatican garments. Yeah. The, the video, if you've not seen, is. It's clever because you, you've got the um, the Papa Emeritus, Emeritus. He he meets these you know women and they sort of sit in there like a in a you know like a kind of um, fancy room and they're eating it and then he sort of leaves without saying a word and then all the women strip off, but then they put on the robes, which is the band Ghost, you know. Oh. Uh, so it's quite clever, you know. It's not just tits for tits' sake. There's meaning to the tits. <laughs> exactly, you know, there must be. So, yeah, I, um, <coughs> this was, like, as I said, I was thinking, the first thing I was thinking was, like, Rob Zombie and uh, Ozzy Osbourne, Diary of a Madman. But when I yeah. thought about Diary of a Madman, I thought, right, maybe there's something similar, but a little bit more contemporary. Yes. And uh, I just thought, uh, go, there's plenty of ghost tracks that would work. But I just thought this was this yeah. Was, this one probably work works the best because it's like almost like a yeah ode to to the devil and things like that, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. So um, next track is "Sympathy for the Devil" by a some band that's been around for a wee while. Yeah, the Solid Bones. Yeah, <laughs> literally. I saw yeah. there's a poster in the, the train station there for their 40th anniversary. Two or something. Yeah. Madness. Yeah. So yeah, the oldest song on uh, tonight's list from probably the both of us, I would think. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. From nineteen sixty eight album, The Beggar's Banquet. Now, nineteen sixty eight. You're right in the middle of flower power. Definitely. Yeah. Hippies. Yeah. But what are the Rolling Stones doing? They're singing a first person narrative about the devil. Yes. And that to me is pretty rock and roll and yeah. pretty Halloween to me. Yeah. Um, this, did that album have brown sugar and all that sort of stuff? Oh God, I can't remember. I can't remember. Um, I was never really a big Rolling Stones fan, but there's some some of their tracks are amazing. You know, um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's 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 for, for the time. I I think it's a particularly dark song. Yeah. You know, you've got the swinging sixties in yeah. London. You know. Um, flowers in the hair, yeah. people having happy acid trips at left, right, and center. But then you've got um, Rolling Stones um, releasing Simply for the Devil, Street Fighting Man, which they got into quite a bit of trouble for 
um, particularly in the States, mm. um, off the back of this, mm. um, people were accusing them of being yeah. cultists. And oh, really? like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just all went kind of out of hand. Suburban um, kids from London have been a cultist. You know, wild, wild. <laughs> so, I mean, I think for the context of the time, this, this <laughs> to me, is a, is, is a really quite dark song. Yeah. Um, and it kind of explores um, the dark side's impact through time mm. um, of all the kinds of negative impacts on, on humanity. Um, the, first time, the first time I think I really like listened to this track was it was because it was used in the interview with the vampire film. Yes, yeah. and that was my, my second point was yeah. that it was subsequently uh, covered by Guns N' Roses yeah. um, in 1994 and used for a vampire film interview with a vampire and which, it was it was through that that I got I I got the references to like you know killing the czars and yeah the, these points in time yeah. where you know because vampires are timeless beings yeah. you know themselves yeah right? or supposed to be. there's a book by a Russian author and the name escapes me now but it's basically like the devil is incarnate in a cat or something he goes on a rampage through Moscow I can't remember would you like some more uh, beer Sharpie this is the Hackershire Shure uh, Oktoberfest Marzen. I never say no to more beer. Der Himmel der Baron. Yeah. Yeah. What's oh, quite dark, though. Yeah. So, I mean, are you a big uh, Stones fan? Do you have lots of albums, or uh, uh, you just like when they're on, they're on. You like it type thing. I no, I do like the Rolling yeah. Stones. Mm-hmm. I am quite, quite a fan of, of yeah. the Rolling Stones. Um, it's one of those things that I I wouldn't choose to like put them on, but when they're on, I like it. You know, there was a bar a bar we used to go to a lot in Aberdeen, um, the the Moorings, yes. which was a kind of like a dive bar before a dive bar became a popular thing. You know, kind of hipster style, um, and it had a great jukebox, and yeah. you you put on, yeah, you'd have everything from you know, uh, Soundgarden, Pantera, Slayer, <laughs> yeah, Rolling Stones, The Doors, whatever. Yeah. You know, it was, it, was, it was cool, and yeah, I always thought, yeah. I was going to say, the scariest, most Halloween thing about the, the Rolling Stones is Keith Richards. Probably, yes. I mean, when you see him in that movie, The Pirates of the Caribbean, he, he is he is a skeleton. You know, he is he is kind of indestructible. He's just he one is of the, the coolest men on earth. He, he, is, he is the kind of, like, the lemmy, the last lemmy standing, almost. You know? he, he pretty much is. You know, yeah, he is pretty indestructible. The joke kind of going that we're going to have to start thinking about the world, we're going to leave Keith Richards. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that guy, like, God almighty. It's interesting, you know, because, um, I mean, the like the, the, the Beatles, Stones thing, you know, you know, the Stones had the image of being kind of the, the rough guys and the Beatles were the, you know, the, the clean, clean cut with the suits the, and all that. Yeah, yeah. The actual truth was the opposite way. Yes. You know, the Beatles were from the rough streets of Liverpool, yeah. a very big city. These were like kind of art suburbs. And, yeah. Art students. Having said that, um, Keith Richards always did look a little bit like he wouldn't have been out of place in a razor gang. No. <laughs> you know, he had that kind of dark... He's, you know, the, he's, he's a small guy, but terrifying. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely terrifying yeah. guy. Yeah. Fascinating, actually, well, she probably covers some of the roles, but he's, he's actually a really fascinating musician because mm. he's one of these few last remaining links between like the old blues artists yes, yes, yes. Um, and more contemporary... Music, you know, yeah, um, yeah, and you know his, you know he plays Macabre as a five yeah. string and with a G tuning and things like that. Yeah. So all that, all that's pretty, pretty fascinating. But anyway, go kind of yeah. going back, 
He um, links back to the Mississippi Delta Blues and Robert Johnson and all that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> so not only is, is this a song about the devil, <laughs> but it's a samba. <laughs> so it's, yeah, that, <laughs> it's a samba. Yeah, the, the thing about the Stones is they were a band that, you know, without getting political, they, they kind of, they were sort of raceless and spaceless. Mm, you know, they didn't yeah. matter, it didn't matter what kind of, as you say, this is a kind of samba beat. And they would often have, like, you know, a lot of black musicians playing with them, you know, black singers and black yeah. stuff. And it wasn't like because they, you know, it wasn't like for a political thing. Yeah. It just, that's the music. That's where, you know. Well, I, the... I watched a uh, uh, um, programme about Chuck Berry mm. um, last week and kind of going through Chuck Berry's timeline. And in about this time, maybe about four, Chuck Berry played... Uh, UK mm. and just got together a b- bunch of musicians for a, a couple of TV shows mm. and um, Keith Richards was playing rhythm guitar for Chuck Berry like you know yeah, yeah. just yeah. absolutely incredible yeah yeah definitely like uh, yeah you know colorblind guy just um, just wanted to play with the people who you know yeah you know the, the most important thing was did they have the groove the, and, yeah. well I mean Charlie Watts you know he yeah definitely. he was he, he was a jazz drummer yeah, you know yeah, that was yeah, his yeah. first love was jazz yeah, yeah. you know and mm. it just so happened to be in one of the biggest rock bands of, of all yeah, time yeah. but his his main yeah. and predominant love was always jazz yeah he sadly passed away just recently a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago yeah 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 sad um so yeah so we've had um we've had uh ghost we've had rolling stones what was the first track we listened to oh, Iron 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 yeah. so um we're just going to move on to our next thing so um they're the, those albums that they're kind of um they're kind of um, longer songs but now we're going to listen to afi which was a band we talked about a couple of weeks ago and their song halloween <laughs> yeah yeah um this is an incredible track, really. Mm. Pure goth and roll. Um, this is a cover version of the Misfits ah, um, yeah. song Halloween. Mm. Um, the Misfits released it on Halloween 1981, 31st of October mm. 1981. Um, AFI subsequently covered it for their All Hallows mm. Eve EP, yeah. which has got just incredible artwork. It's just yeah, pure... So uh, pumpkin, uh, scarecrow, the cats and bats and a tree kind of. Uh, what was that Captain um, Burton's movie, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas? Night, yeah, it's it's whatever. It was, yeah, pure, just yeah. gothic rock, rock and roll brilliance. Um, it's a, it's a bit of an extended version from the Misfits version. It's got kind of an extended spooky outro. Yeah, um, I'm not entirely sure what that adds. What yeah. that adds, to be honest, yeah. but I, I just think. It's three of the most glorious minutes of, of punk rock yeah. and roll. Yeah. Um, and a very kind of American punk, because obviously like punk in the UK tends to be a little bit more nihilistic. Um, you know, uh, this is more like uh, just like have a, like what I would call skater punk. Yes. Kind of have fun. Excuse me. Yeah, I quite like this song actually. It's definitely one that you would, you know, you can imagine like yourself twenty years ago, like just jumping. Oh, the yeah, like absolutely. Yeah. It's just for the the sheer yeah. fun of it. It's just a great, great track. And in fact, the the Misfits versions just as good. Mm-hmm. And I just like Davey Havoc um, releasing is it is in our Danzig on this. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think he does a really good job on this. Um, there's actually a. 
you, um, uh, a, a live uh, concert of AFI covering the song with Glenn, Glenn Danzig watching right. the, the performance, like, you know. Um, Are you a fan of, of Danzig? I mean, I, I don't know him, yeah, I, him at all. I, 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 I do quite like yeah. the whole... Apart from the... the was it mother? I, yeah, I, yeah I, I do quite like his solo stuff. I do like The Misfits. Um, I mean, it's such an iconic um, like T-shirt, or the 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 sort of it's like a it's almost like a monkey skull. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, uh, you know, it's the sort of thing that you, you see being sold in random places like TK Maxx and things. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a, yeah. I mean, um, it's it's that level of of, of iconic. Iconic, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I thought that was a good. I mean. I always think for like Halloween that your playlists should be kind of party-ish. Yeah. This playlist we have today is sort of half party-ish and half kind of atmosphere. This is more uh, for the party style. And this is why, this is this is a big reason why I included it. Yeah. You know, just for that, that party vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, the, just the, the sheer joy and fun of, because, you know, some of the stuff about Halloween, you know, the, the cult, whatever, but it, it's a fun thing, isn't it? And this track is certainly a whole I load just, of fun. I just had a memory of um, when you were talking about Misfits, when we were back in Aberdeen, it must, must have been the year 2000, so we would have been, you know, 18, 19, whatever, um, going out on Halloween. My birthday is very near Halloween, so we went out and went to Triple Kirk's, and there was a band. I don't remember the name, but they, I remember they tuned down to like B, and this, oh, the singer was kind of like. You know, like the fat guy with a beard, but a skinhead and a sort of Mohican. But I remember they were playing something similar to the um, uh, what do you call it, uh, the Misfits. But I just remember this was the first time I saw like girls dressing up for like Halloween. And I remember this girl, which was wearing like basically a cat suit. Fucking hell! I can see every bump on her on her body. <laughs> Halloween is definitely the thing for me. <laughs> Halloween. Yeah, Halloween yeah. <laughs> so next track we're going to talk about is a synthwave artist called Perturbator, uh, and um, this is probably um, a more techno sound. I mean, it, it's techno noir from the, you know, the, the 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 name of the nightclub in the um, in the uh, ter- first Terminator movie, where ah. yeah, techno noir, yeah. Um, so this is a track which uh, I've been in the Perturbator for a few years now and uh, I went to see the guy a couple of years back in Glasgow it was really cool even though it's uh, quite a static you know like you know like the Pet Shop Boys they mm-hmm. just have the guy play the keyboard the yes. guy standing but they did a lot of like lights and stuff I'll show you later and it was really cool so the integration of lights and sort of iconography was was really cool and this sort of techno beat and, and you were saying you were listening to this in, in headphones yeah. yeah and so my my headphones are are quite high quality and the depths of bass layering through this track is really quite remarkable you know it's got you know a lot of sub bass to it as well and um it's it's just a very really well constructed track and it's definitely got a creepy vibe to it yeah it's very dark it's very um you know like those sort of movies like you know um you know uh, you know, don't walk the streets at night. You know the back alleys. You know, it really is. Yeah. The sewers and stuff like that. And then you know, there's you know, like you know, suddenly a cat jumps or whatever. You know, it's very. Yeah. Yeah. This is kind of like. 
I, I can I, I, this sort of music works in some in some nightclubs. It's not like the jumping. It's not like AFI. You're not jumping up around here. This is kind of you more like kind of just sort of swooning and yeah. sort of shimmering and you know mooching around, mooching around, and yeah, just trying to get <laughs> trying to get in for the kill. If you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, no, I just really like this uh, Percubator. Um, this is one of the first songs I I picked up from um from from uh, him. I've got one album, The Uncanny Valley. Um, and his most recent album, actually, I think it's called Excess Damage, is really cool. Actually, through him, I've gotten into another band called Health, which is an American band, Los Angeles band, very much like in the, what's that, Nine Nail style. Oh, yes. Very much in that sort of thing. Um, very interesting um, for me. It's a new sound. It's, it's just, uh, yeah, I'm not sure if I, if I like it or love it, or I'm not sure, just, yeah. you know. But, yeah, I just thought uh, this track quite cool uh, for a kind of Halloween type thing um, like the video that I happened to, s to send you Sharpie was uh, from a, uh, an anime a Japanese anime movie and I thought it worked uh, quite well yeah you know like Neo Tokyo is the, is the movie um, yeah it's an instrumental song um, any thoughts I mean it's, it's got a, a good like a, a, a lively enough dance beat behind yeah. to like you say that <clears throat> You know, in, in a you know, if you had a Halloween party in your yeah your house, you could it would be yeah you know absolutely yeah. brilliant for that kind of thing. If it was a, especially if it was like a vampires like party. Yes. Perfect, yes. You know, if yes. everybody was like wearing shades That's and right. had sort of uh, you know jackets with like very high lapels. Yeah, leather trench coats on. Greased yeah. back hair. Yeah. Um, you know, girls in cat suits and all that sort of stuff. I think it would be absolutely perfect. Like a scene in the Lost Boys or something. Absolutely, and that will be one of the tracks we're going to be listening to ah, later on. Oh, just wait. Yeah. yeah, so that's, again, that's just styling up the sort of the rockiness. Um, any favourites of the tracks we've listened to so far, Sharpie? Well, I've, I've kind of picked mine because they are kind of favourites, I, yeah. I have to say. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> just that AFI or yeah. Halloween is just, just, it's just yeah. a great song. Isn't it? I think it's my favourite one so far has been... Uh, Ghost Year Zero. Having said that, the Rolling Stones one, listening to that, that is a cool track. I mean, everybody knows it. One of the reasons we, we picked some of these tracks is they're, they're a little bit un, unusual, um, but we, we've got to throw in some classics. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah it's a sort of tr track that, you know... You can't cook without salt. No. Everybody knows a, a, yeah. a, a track like... Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. I was actually very close to... Uh, Picking uh, painted black just because well, that actually that was that was the, the one I would I probably would have gone for yeah so what other tracks would you would have missed out in your top five then oh uh, oh god jeez um I a lot of Slayer stuff yeah. um a lot of tribulation yeah <laughs> um skin mask. You know things like yeah. that. You know, but I just thought these were far too obvious. You know, um, interesting stories, perhaps, but yeah. just a little, little obvious, perhaps. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Well, I I don't have a Spotify Premium, so the tracks actually jumped to Brandon Lee. So it's not the track I picked, but it was um, which is the Lost Boys. So I'll just try and find that one. Um, the Sistine Eyes, they're a band that are fairly new to you, I think. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was your kind of initial impression? They're kind of a tied in with the misfits and that sort of stuff oh yeah i mean these guys are cool aren't they yeah. i mean <clears throat> big slabs of uh, you know a lot of big gothic influence yeah. um the guy just it's just like 
Billy Idol worship, a lot of it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah. I'm not saying that as a criticism, it's just purely as an observation. Mm-hmm. Um, it just goes so well with this, particularly the, this song as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, the love book. Yeah. So, this is a contemporary take on The Lost Boys, though. Um, yeah, The Lost Boys, um, well, that song came out in actually 2000, I think, 7 or 8. Right. There was a period where uh, the 69s were getting a lot of pl- press in the States because uh, Bam Magera, the guy from uh, Jackass, yes. that guy, he was mates with Villa Bello of him. Ah. He liked the 69s. He was going to Finland a lot. He got with them. He said, right, I'll direct some of your videos. So their albums, Angels, and then the next album, Devils, and the <laughs> next one, the one album after that, um, uh, Back in Blood. Those three ones got quite a lot of play in the States, or got a lot of promotion, yeah. at least. And, um, uh, yeah. But this song, particularly cool. So the, the song's called Lost Boys. Yeah, I'm just going to jump to... Uh, YouTube and, and if yeah. people don't know, The Lost Boys was a cult film of the eighties. Yeah. Um, with uh, Kiefer Sullivan. Yeah. Uh, no. Kiefer, uh, yeah. Kiefer Sullivan. Yeah. 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 Um, as main vamp and um, yeah, a bit, a bit of a cult um following this film. And I didn't. I didn't see it until about a year or two ago, actually. I didn't know it. So I'd heard this song for about 10 years and hadn't seen it. Oh, yeah. and it's um, one of these classic horror films that is so bad, it's great. Yeah, it's a classic American uh, horror film in a small town, and they just happen to have a, a neighbor, like in the Goonies, yeah. it's got like uh, a vampire. Yeah, it's like Goonies to vampires, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But the I noticed the um, in the the video for this they use the same um, totally yeah, yeah yeah caves oh oh right uh, oh I see yeah I, I see what you mean yeah 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 I mean the only thing I really picked up from the video was the the motorbikes and the sort of the the ride the what do you call it the um, the but yeah that clip fun. of the, the band playing yeah. is um, in yeah. the same same ca- caves ah, okay, as cool, the yeah. the film yeah. you see yeah yeah the sixty nine so you were talking about golf and roll earlier with. Um, uh, AFI, they did, like the 69 started out as a goth band and then they got more and more gothy Elvis, uh, Billy Idol, you know. Great sounds. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I've been a big fan of them for a number of years. I saw them in Germany in about 2009 and I was like, fuck man, these guys are. Yeah, these guys are they just crazy. rock, don't they? Just, yeah. yeah, like professional, like professional performers. You know, yeah. They came on, you know, they did all this sort of, like, I'm going to say, very common cheesy moves, but you know, it just worked. Everything yeah. worked. Um, poppy sort of songs, very catchy, you know, re- just, you know, everything about them. I was, I was uh, very much taken with them. And then to, I think it would be very easy to do something like this of, to a certain um, people, people of, a, of a certain age, you know, this was mm. a very well known film and I think it would be very easy to do something like this badly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think they've, they've, they've done this really very well and given just enough homage to the original idea, but yeah. they've still got, you know, their own sound and take on it. And yeah. I, th- I think it's a great track. I think it's brilliant. Uh, yeah. Good, good, fun party rock and roll, you know? Yeah. 
It's funny, like in the UK, they never really, they never really hit. Um, I think they're quite big in like Germany and you know, in in Finland and a few other places. I think Italy, but in the UK, for some reason, they never sort of hit. And I'm quite disappointed by that because. Um, but then, interestingly, um, him never really took off until latterly in the UK either. I, I, was, I would probably disagree with you, because I, I remember like being at school and like everybody going on about him, and I was like, what is this poopy sort of band? And I totally dismissed it. But then they got really big, um, and I thought, oh yeah, this, you know, the dark light and stuff. Um, well, but but the album before that, um, Love Metal... Yeah, yeah, oh, that was the... Yeah, 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 you know, it, yeah. it, it did take a bit of time for, for yeah. him to kick off yeah. in, in the UK. Yeah. So, next track... We're going over to the States for a bit more gothy sort of metal with the band Typo Negative. Sharpie, speak to us. Yeah, well, this is probably, of all my picks, is probably the most um, obvious, isn't it? Yeah. But in saying that, I'm a bit getting a bit concerned that Typo Negative might be getting a little bit forgotten about. So Do you think, I actually, now maybe it's just because of, of our podcast that I've been sort of listening to a lot of music from this sort of like our childhood mm. times. I, 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 I'm not sure that they are actually, but, but maybe that's just the algorithms like, you know. Yeah, yeah kind of working their magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because like, I go, yeah, I think there's, a lot of people are kind of appreciate because again, I got into Type of Negative actually through him again because him was a big yes. fan of Type of Negative. Yes. Now I remember us as kids, uh, Nick, our mutual friend, he had some Type of Negative albums. And yes. At the time, I thought they were okay. I didn't jump into them, but they were such a unique sound compared yeah. to for a fourteen-year-old. Uh, yeah, old. I mean, it, the, the, like this is nineteen ninety-three. Yeah. Um, very highly developed um, visual aesthetic, yes. very highly individualized musical aesthetic as yeah. well, very much their own thing. Um, gloomy, doomy metal, um, a huge groove yeah. to it. It's a heavy sound, but it's not like, like it's a chuggy, heavy sound. It's a chuggy, it's a heavy sound. But it's, yeah. I wouldn't say it's like metal either. I, I don't know what it is. It's it's quite it's quite a unique. Sound. And, and and this is the thing because like when you're a bit younger, you like to pigeonhole things maybe a yeah, bit more. Yeah, it's easier. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then along came typo negative, Pete Steele, mm. and this sound, and just I mean they were just massive for for a time, weren't they? And just absolutely brilliant. And so this I I've chosen <laughs> uh, black number one. Yeah. Um, also, Little Miss Scareall um, from the Bloody Kisses album, at least in nineteen ninety three, um, their third album. What is your favorite type of negative? What would be the album that you would? Because I'm thinking about getting one, and I can't quite think which one it is. Between this or October Rust. Yeah, because uh-huh. yeah. October Rust, I think, was the one that uh, Nick had, uh, which was the nineteen ninety five or six album. This is, this, yeah. you wouldn't go wrong with any of those two albums. Yeah, yeah. The first three, three albums, actually, yeah. they're just each one's a little bit different, but. Um, I mean, a band with their tongue planted so firmly in their cheek as well. And I think that point was maybe missed with a lot of like the music press and yeah. things like, oh, they're very serious and they, you know, they're big, scary, like Pete Steele's yeah. a big, scary guy. But, you know, even this song, you know, it, it, there's a huge amount of humour yeah. through it. So, 
<laughs> in interviews, Pete Steele says, I wrote this song um, waiting in line for three hours to dump like 40 cubic tons of, of human weight. All <laughs> oh, right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah. So, black number one is a hair dye. Oh, right. right? Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's a song about gothic culture and um, particularly a bad relationship that you had with a goth chick, basically. Right, yeah, yeah. So um, he speaks about her roots showing, so having yeah. to dye her hair and kind of going through every single kind of Halloween trope, Nosferatu and black cats and all that sort of thing. Um, so it's, it's, it's a song with a huge amount of, of humour through it as well. Um, and then there's a video as well, which um, it starts off with Pete Steele kind of uplit with like the yeah, so the, the, the fangs Nosferatu yeah the 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 vampiric fangs and uh, and then it breaks then it like standing in a I think it's a it's a graveyard yeah and Pete Steele who's such a big guy yeah, like six feet oh, nine or something he's, he's got this double bass yeah. strapped to him like a guitar like a guitar yeah. <laughs> you know just yeah. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant track, um, possibly their their best. I think it's their best selling single. Yeah. Um, but such a strong. Yeah. Gothic. I I really liked it. I, I missed them at the time, and I never really paid attention to them until the last year. And I love the sound. And yeah. I really, it's. I'm going to get one of their albums. Yeah. And just get involved uh, in it because it's just a, a really cool a cool sound. Um, I didn't get it at the time, but I think now in, in my, yeah. Yeah, and the thing, when, when, when at that age, like 12, 13, 14, you know, we didn't get the, the, the comedic subtleties and nuances of the songwriting. Yeah. You know, we, you know, I was just like, I just, give me a riff, give me fast riffs, give me yeah. lots of riffs, give me riffs now. And this was almost like a little bit, beyond more, yeah, me yeah. Uh, you know at the time and as I've got older I understand it more yeah. understand the context of the stuff that is being sang about and things because you know um, but yeah I mean it's, it's just all, all the, the Halloween tropes are there the moon Nosferatu uh, he references the monsters at one point yeah, you know it's just <laughs> so yeah top Halloween track top right Halloween, there yeah yeah, yeah. type 1 negative Black, 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 number one. Yeah. So we're going to look at, um, we're listening to the next track, which is uh, Cathedral, Witchfinder Genesis. <laughs> yes, now, this, this is fucking brilliant. This is a band that I did. <laughs> this band is contemporaneous. This track, I think, came out about 92, 93. I didn't know this band at all. Now, I only got into this band when I was living in Japan because I, stuck, I got into a local band called Church of Mis- uh, Eternal Elysium. Who are a doom metal band, and they are pals with Church of Misery, another doom metal band. <laughs> Church of Misery are on Lee Dorian's label, <laughs> and Cathedral were a big band in Japan at the time. This doom metal sound was a big thing in the nineties, and it was through there I got mm. into them. And when I heard this track, I was like, "Fuck! How the hell did I miss this?" This rips though. Oh, this Jesus so f- where typo negative is like a slow yeah. lumbering track. This rips, doesn't yeah. it? So, type of negative are from Coventry in England, and they are the archetypal. So the cathedral. Sorry, the cathedral. Excuse me, are, are from Coventry in England, and they are just the archetypal sort of heavy doom metal band. And this track just rips arse, and it's got this amazing black chick. She's hot as 
fuck. And just super. Like, the sound of the guitars, it's just crunchy, it's just heavy, it's, you know, the video takes the, the sort of, what was it, the Hammer Horror? Hammer Horror. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the singer you know, sounds like he's having fun with this song. Definitely, yeah. There's a few, like, um, I think they called them, I think they called themselves, like, a Disco metal. Disco metal. Yeah. Yeah, there it goes. Yeah. Because um, another song, Ride, um, which was one of the popular ones, it just has a, like a very, you know, you know, like they sort of dress like Jamiroquai. Do you remember about Jamiroquai? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, that sort of thing. I just thought this, uh, because of the Hopkins thing, because of just everything about it, I just thought this was a perfect uh, yeah. sort of high tempo, heavy track, um, you know, ridiculous. You know, 90s, bombastic, bombastic and, yeah. yeah. Just I thought the whole the sound of it was brilliant, and the guitar sound is so heavy. So this guitarist actually played initially in the band Lucifer, which was that band we saw. We tried to see with Tribulation the first time with the German girl. Oh, yeah. Um, he doesn't play with them anymore, but so he's Lucifer continued this sort of doom metal sort of sound in the contemporary times. What's not to like about that? Eh? Yeah. Yeah, so Cathedral, um, they've got tons of albums, but um, you check out Witchfinder General. The, 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 this track is just, just immense. Yeah. yeah, it really is. Yeah. It really is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the video is mad as well. <laughs> this really is. Yeah. Um, so we've listened to AFI, we've listened to Type of Negative, uh, Cathedral, Ghosts, Rolling Stones, Iron Maiden. Um, yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, 69 Eyes. So, next track will probably be Merciful Fate. Merciful Fate. Yeah. Now, Merciful Fate are one of these bands where it would be easy just to chuck their whole catalogue into a list like this. However, I tried to be a bit more nuanced than that. And. Um, what was the track we were going to listen to? I forgot. Into the Coven. Oh, Into the Coven, of course. Yeah. So, yes. Um, Possibly made a bit more famous by uh, Metallica, including it in their Merciful Fate medley uh, in the Garage uh, Incorporated double album. But this is from um, Merciful Fate's debut album, Melissa, released in, in uh, 1981. Um, and it is one of these, it's a little bit like the Cathedral, where it's just a big, bombastic yeah. metal song about spooky shit. Let's play to that one. <laughs> and so it's got a huge neoclassical um, kind of influence to it. It's got chugging riffs, and then it's got King Diamond. Yeah. Now, King Diamond is everyone's favourite Satanist. Is um, he actually a Satanist? He is actually a, he is actually a Satanist. Yeah. Um, and what this song uh, Merciful Fate are a Danish band yes yeah. and this song is basically an instruction on how to become a witch and enter into a witch's coven I see right okay well that's always had to do on Halloween exactly I, I thought everybody would possibly kind of need to know this stuff for Halloween so I thought it would be um Vital to include it into our list. Um, so this is one of the more epic type tracks for, it, for this list. So it's I mean, got quite a long, it's got a, a long build up in the intro with this sort of. Uh, but then the the, the the riff kicks in. Yeah. It's not the fastest song. Yeah. Um, it's it's got a chug to it though. Yeah. That's just 
that yeah. this kind of chuggy metal I find really addictive. Yeah, yeah. Really, really addictive. Yeah. Um, Metallica do it so well. Yeah. You know, um, and the, the King it sounds, Diamond. It sounds really good through speakers, I have to say. I'd been listening to this uh, like uh, basically through my phone while I was doing the dishes or whatever, you know. But when you hear it through speakers, this kind of like early 80s mm. metal through big speakers just sounds. <laughs> it sounds so cool. It's such a <laughs> precise, crystalline production job. There's, mm. You can hear every single instrument so clearly yeah. through this. The, the bass doesn't interfere with any of the guitars yeah. and then you've got King Diamond's vocals riding so is this guy castrated how did this guy he's, he's got just like almost like a nine octave vocal yeah. range like you know, I mean, you've got there's like there's Bruce Dickinson that's high you've got uh, Ian Gillen that's very high you've got Rob Halford which is super high and, and then, then this guy's off the charts just off the charts yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so and then you've got so you've got King Diamond with his super high vocal range, um, almost singing a, a, as, a, as a witch. Oh, right, yeah. And then he, he goes super deep and gruff um, and, and scary in that way. Yeah. Um, but the other thing about this song was in the 80s, yeah. you had the PMRC and Tipper yeah, Gore. Yeah, yeah. This song was included in the Filthy 15 songs. So we play this backwards, it tells us how to kill a cat. Yeah, yeah, castrate a cat or something, that's right, yeah. yeah. Um, So for for that reason, kind of in itself, you know, it's... It annoys exactly the right kind of people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, actually, when I was just listening to this now, like, the sound of the, that high voice and stuff, it, it does have that spooky sound. Like, you know, like, Ride the Lightning by Metallica? Yes. It's got that kind of, like, uh, very icy sound. And it's, yes. You know, you can imagine being a kid in the 80s, or just anybody in the 80s, you know, listening to that, you know, you might have had Hellraiser on TV or whatever, but it's it's such a cool, it is really a cool sound. Um and it does have a, you know, a macabre vibe. It, it really does. Yeah. And, like, all of the songs that Metallica use in that medley are, are, are on this, this album. So this is one of these albums that, if you're a metalhead and a music collector, you kind of have to have it in your your music collection. Yeah, um, yeah. Because it's kind of so seminal. It's, like, yeah. one of the first proper, like, black metal albums, so, along yeah. with Venom and things. Black, but Black metal? Really? Right, okay. Um, we, we were talking about this earlier. Like, I had had the album Melissa, I think, and rented yes. it from the library, and I just couldn't get into it. The voice, uh, when I was listening to it in my car, just didn't, didn't work. But yeah, I'll give them another crack. I, I yeah. would, because yeah. this. I mean, there's. Actually, there's no fillers in this album. It's just. You you, um, you played me another album of theirs recently. It had a kind of more blue sort of colour of it. Album. Oh, that was... Yeah, it's so, more recent. Yeah. and No, this was um, Abigail. Oh. This, so that was King Diamond's um, solo album. Ah, okay. Abigail. And that's just one big spooky Halloween story. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, again, trying to be a little bit more yeah. thoughtful about my inclusions. You know, Song about how to become a witch. Yes. Go straight in, like, you know. Yeah. So, um, 
That was uh, Merciful Fate from 1983, so we're going to stick with the 80s for the next track. Um, similar sort of bands, just a little bit more American, a bit more ballsy. Um, we're going to listen to Wasp, Rebel in the FDG. The video of this is basically a lot of guys with mullets well, driving muscle cars, drinking beer. Well, this is not the official video, but this is like one of these things when I was talking about synthwave, where people just take um, you know bits yes. of videos and collage them together, but bits of movies and collage them together. And um, so there was not—I don't think there was an official video released for this uh, track. But I went through a period again. I got into Wasp through him actually. I I got into a period of like really loving Wasp. I've got a few of their albums, and it's you know most of their albums have got two or three brilliant songs, and the rest are kind of. Filler. A little bit filler, mm -hmm. but you know enough to keep you going. Enough yeah. to keep the you'd want a great hits sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. And this was one uh, the album I, I name I've forgotten actually because I always forget stuff. But um, this track just sort of kicked out of me. I just thought that is brilliant. I love that. You know, it's still when you're like driving along in a car. This is just what I wanted. You know. So I mean, Wasp. I mean. I think their their name is their name has always been a bit of a, like a mystery. It was never clarified because a lot of people thought we are sexual predators. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> you know, oh uh, God! <laughs> um, and of course, their stage show was the different not, different time. People, it was di a different time. Different time, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> Even then, I still don't think that's, it was it, it was it was acceptable then. Yeah. Really, was it? You know? Yeah, it was acceptable in the eighties. <laughs> Yeah, um, their and their stage show had like a nun getting um, um, oh very metal uh, visuals in their stage shows. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yes. Um, a nun being uh, intimate with a, cru a crucifix. Yes. That way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I just thought they were like Blackie Lawless, and they just had some, some really cool songs, and they were kind of just they were like Ozzy Osbourne, a little bit more Motley Crue. Mo yes, yeah. exactly. Yes, yeah. Um, I, I just, I just thought it's like all the worst bits of all of these bands put into, into one band. <laughs> I, I think, I think so. I just really like them. I just, thought, um, you know, I mean, their most famous track is Wild Child. Yeah, uh, and, and that is a yeah, that is a banger. That is a banger. It, it is. And this song's a banger as well. Like, yeah. good fun party rock and roll, yeah. isn't it? Just yeah, yeah. It's just got the like, like the heavy power chords, a chuggy riff, great. Chorus, boomy bass, boomy bass, um, and then you know, drum -like. wild eighties guitar solos, you know, and a sort of like you know this sort of like <laughs> chorus, and I just think it, you know, it's one that it just gets you sort of like you know, you know, grooving. It's just, it's the hard rock like uh, a little bit of a um, what's the word uh, um, deep cut, but yeah, you know, I don't, you know, not many people know know this track I this grew on me yeah. I have to say this, this <laughs> like a fungus it grew yeah. on me a little bit like, yeah <laughs> yeah if you're having a Halloween party yeah, yeah. it's just it's just right isn't it I just it? love this guitar solo the double string bend <laughs> yeah no I just think uh, yeah I just yeah if you if you if you knew me personally, you probably would be surprised to know that I was a lost fan. <laughs> I was a little surprised when I when I saw this. I was you know the the perturbator stuff things. Oh, yeah, fine, fine, fine. And then I saw saw wasp. Because I did question it, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. Like, What's going on here, kind of? Yeah, a little bit. There was like, okay, we'll yeah. we'll go with yeah. it. <laughs> but no, as as I've listened to this, yeah, it is a lot of fun. It is a yeah. whole lot of fun. Yeah. This song. 
Um, so do we have another track? Have we missed one? I can't remember. So we've had uh, we've had Wasp, we've had Cathedral, we've had Merciful Fate, we've had the Rolling Stones, we've had Party Bater, we've had the Sixty Nine Eyes, we've had. Uh, is that us? I think that's us. I think yeah. I, yeah, that would be a fifty minute playlist. <coughs> Was there any other songs you fancied you wanted to squeeze onto your top five? Should we make a top six? Ooh. You are. Well, I, I wanted to keep it concise to, to five because, you know, yeah. like I say, Halloween is like Christmas for metalheads. Yeah. So, and it could go on and on yeah. and on. Yeah. Um, Slayer, more Iron Man, you know, Fear of the Dark. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, alone, you know. Yeah. Like, I, was th- I was quite keen to put in some of the new Cradle of Filth songs, for the, yes. the two songs from their new album, their first singles, and I was like, they are really cool. They're just, I just, um, I wasn't sure for a pl- like a playlist like yeah like this so anyway our playlist is available on Spotify we've called it the VRPC fun with Halloween is that yeah, right? yeah yeah that's right so and we'll include yeah. um a link we'll put, to it yeah put a link on it on our Facebook uh, Instagram and um uh, Twitter pages um so that was that's quite a lot of fun Charlie yeah yeah and we may do a one for Christmas which I say started looking into it a little bit thought oh you know mm-hmm. Christmas and rock. You know, is is not really historically yeah. that, that happy a mix, but you would be surprised. So yeah. we may do that as well. Yes, yes. There might be some uh, play on words and do a little Yes, like exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, but if you want to include any tracks on our fun with Halloween playlist, uh, please drop us a message on yeah. Facebook or yeah. Twitter or, or Instagram, yeah. and we'll we'll build up that playlist. Yeah. Um, yeah, so check out the VRPC Fun with Halloween 2021. Uh, you'll find it on Spotify. You'll find uh, all, all our uh, podcasts on Spotify and Apple and all these other places, which I, I, I don't know. Just just search hashtag VRPC. Yeah. You'll, you'll find us somehow. Hunt us um, down. Yeah. If you go into our Instagram page, um, all the episodes are linked similarly, similarly with um, the Twitter. Now, the Twitter handle is slightly different, isn't it? Um, no, it's hashtag VRPC. Hashtag, hashtag VRPC. So... We're all good in that sense. So we hope you enjoy um, the playlist. We hope you enjoy the show. Um, and, you know, um, have a spooky Halloween, I guess. Yeah, have a good Halloween, folks. Yeah. And uh, thanks again for joining us. And we'll see you next time. Adios. <laughs>